Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Fortcast here at DevolverDigital. No, Fortcast.DevolverDigital.com. Hi, I'm JM, and just arriving is Robbie. Hi, Robbie. Hi. Welcome to the Fortcast. Hi, how's it going? Good, I started without you. That's fantastic. Imagine, look, how good was that timed? That was great. It was, was perfect. Well if anyone asks, we did it on accident. Well, apart if unless I keep all of this bit in. That's true. Which I am going to do because I'm a lazy editor. It's too much work to listen to it all and edit it. Yeah, it does take a while. Blech. Blech. Even though, because normally we record for an hour... And you would think that, like, oh, you just listen to it for that hour and you just kind of, like, you just take out any of the bits that, that don't work or whatever. But that's not, it's not true. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't work like that. No. No. You know who I'm excited to talk about? Ooh. To talk to about their work. Oh. And uh, we're looking forward to having him on the show soon is uh, Kurt. Kurt, yes. Because so, that guy does so much editing, and I'm like, how do you do that? I can't yeah, wait to it. yeah. Um, I was about to say, should we uh, say a little bit about who Kurt is, but we should probably save that for the actual episode that he's on. We'll we? save it, yeah. Let yeah. people wonder. Yeah. Well, who wonder is at the mystery. Mystery Kurt. But yeah, Kurt's been doing a lot of work very recently, uh, helping us work towards... Dun, 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 dun. Drum roll. Devolver Direct. Dun, 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 dun. Hooray! Devolver Direct Hooray. has been announced. We will be uh, airing our... Where's? Airing our dirty laundry. Airing our... Selves. What else might be re-airing? <laughs> we'll be airing our grievances. We'll be airing our grievances. There we go. We'll it's be like airing Festivus. our grievances. Yeah. Yeah, on, like Festivus. Uh, Festivus for the rest of us. On uh, July the 11th? Correct. Uh, Pacific? July the 11th Pacific? Um, Midday. Yeah. It'd be noon Pacific. N- oh, is that right? No, yes. there's a time even. There is noon Pacific. Or a if- bold... A bold move in 2020. I know, I know. Um, but it's worked out quite nicely for us here in the UK because we're. Uh, I'm going around to Graham's um, for a little dinner party, and we're going to really? watch it all together. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so that'll be nice. Um, we're going to be uh, hosting a watch party on the Devolver Discord. We are, oh. yeah. Uh, hopefully, I guess. Got to figure out how to do that. Yeah, maybe get. I know we've we've listed that the Discord is on the uh, on the announcement reveal uh, video, so mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, hopefully mm-hmm. we'll start to see some more people joining in. And if you're only just if for some reason you're listening to the Devolver forecast, but somehow not following any of our social media channels or reading any video game websites, and this is the first you're hearing about Devolver Direct, then yeah, get on over to the Discord. Um, and you can be part of a watch party, probably, when Whee! whenever JM sorts it out. Sorting it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so that's all very uh, exciting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Um, we've been working very hard on uh, all of that, and I'm slightly nervous, to be honest. It's... Um, I don't know, like it's, I mean, it's going to be good, I'm sure it's going to be good, but it's just, you just don't know what to expect, you don't know, you know, are people going to watch it? <laughs> I hope they do. People will probably watch it, there's not I, a lot else to do right now. That's true, actually, given the options, given the options. watching a 20 minute Devolver press conference, even if you only watch 10 minutes of it, you probably, you know, still better than doing nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah, Devolver Digital. It's better than nothing at all. There you go. That is a bold statement for Devolver. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought that was going to get a laugh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now it just sounds like I'm being an asshole. <laughs> So 
also, hey, way to join in on the conversation. Uh, folks can hashtag Forkcast on Twitter. And, Robbie, we have one. <laughs> Did we really? Yeah. It, at, at Ace Weiner, or at Ace Winner, I don't know how to pronounce it. Weiner. It says, hashtag Forkcast at Devolver Digital. What game from Devolver surprised you and ended up being better than you originally thought? A game taking off, or you just liking it way more than you thought it, you would, etc.? Thanks for your question, Ace Weiner Meat Mania. That's their display name, Meat oh, Mania. Meat right Mania. Now. Now, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say their display name or their at name. I feel like the at name is more permanent, the display name. Anyway, moving right along. The point is you said both. The point is I said both, and they know who they are. Exactly. Thanks for your question, friendo. Yes, thank you. Uh, I mean, I think probably for... I'm just going to say for performance, a game that really just outperformed anyone's expectations, even though we did expect it to do well, would probably be my friend Pedro. Mm-hmm. Just knocked that shit out of the park. Yeah. I Wildly th- successful. Yeah, yeah, that was very, very good. I think uh, Reigns is, yeah. um, is a really good one, because that was one where it was like, the mechanic alone, you were kind of like, Oh, this is this is so cool! It's like it's really kind of on trend, you know. Like it's yeah, um, it's doing something new, but it's something that everybody will understand at the time. Yeah. That whole t- sort of Tinder mechanic thing, but you just had no. This is before it had any kind of like you know uh, brand um, visibility attached to it or anything like that, you know. So the fact that that kind of uh, took off the way that it did, that felt more just like a. Yeah, that I that I'm glad, you know that that game movie. Yeah. I'm glad that it resonated with as many people as it did. Um, it's also one that's better than you think it's going to be when you first that, start it. Like you start it. playing, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, all right, and then you're like, oh, this is this is genuinely fun. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of because you just think mobile game, and especially back then, you know, a few years ago, mobile games weren't necessarily the most advanced, uh, you know, experiences out there anyway. And then yeah. this comes along, and it's and it's a very very simple. It's literally just swipe left, swipe right. That's it. That's all you do yeah. in the game. But yeah, just like the 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 rabbit hole that you end up tumbling down. You oh. know, the longer you play that game, is just so cool. And um, yeah, so that was a really good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another one, I think, is uh, probably the Talos Principle. I think because that was just like unexpected yeah both both as like a game and then the success that was achieved um because obviously crow team very talented team but yeah predominantly known for serious sam um i don't think many people anticipated a philosophical puzzle game um coming out just before christmas that whenever that was 2015 was it 2016 um but that was really cool uh, that game is so good. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm surprised about the because that's one of our most successful titles. I'm surprised about that that game's success. Not because I guess it's because I didn't have that much faith in humanity being that interested in a game like that. Right. <laughs> it's that. <laughs> uh, but like, it's it's encouraging to me that 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 game is so popular and that people who see it go wow and that that it really does connect with them. Yeah. I mean, you just have to look at things like I mean. It, disregarding the the whole kind of uh, the story aspect of it but you just you look at the success of things like portal you know that had the humor going for it obviously and and had its own kind of like you know it birthed a lot of memes and things like that in the community but you know as a as a gameplay conceit it's just it's a puzzle game with interesting mechanics um and i think that though if you get if you pitch that correctly um you're probably going to do all right, I reckon, because I love games like that. And I think a lot of people on PC, especially, I think a lot of people really respond to like a really good puzzle game that you can get stuck into. Yeah. Um, Very visual puzzle game as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I think, I think the, the story and the writing are like, I mean, it's the same with portal. Like you've got a cool, Mm. clever puzzle game, but really, like it's the combination of that and the writing. Yeah, that that's I think it. made yeah, them the, phenomenal. Yeah, because Portal would have been really great, and everyone would have loved it, and then that would have been it. 
if yeah. it hadn't been for GLaDOS and, and sure. uh, that sort yeah, of Yeah, that's fair. Because it would have been like it would have been one of those things where it's like, oh, this is a cool mechanic and like a bunch of unconnected, you know, yeah. levels, experiences, and then you could just like if it was a demo or a show or something, you'd be like, oh, this is cool, but I'd like to see it do something else. So, yeah, correct, correct yeah. stance on that, JM. I mean, I yeah, I just think that it adds <laughs> a longevity when you connect to the human aspect of it. You know, yeah, people like a story, definitely. People like to... Yeah. Well, thank you for your question, Ace Weiner. I yeah, hope that thanks we very answered much. it in a manner that you found satisfactory. And ho- hopefully as well, it, um, it'll inspire some more questions. I like answering the questions. Yeah, they're, they're pretty all right. I don't know if you've been to the Discord. We do have a, a, uh, a, a, a channel in the Devolver Discord server for the Forkcast where folks ask questions. Um, they usually just say nice things about the Forkcast, but then, oh. you know... They also just, uh, you know, someone requested that we could have Ojiro from Downwell on this episode of the Fortcast. And uh, Wilbur, you'll be very excited to know that, no, we, we cannot book Ojiro uh, that fast. Yeah. Um, but we can certainly ask if Ojiro would like to come on a future episode. I, think that I don't know if a, I could handle that. I think that would be a really fun one. I would be too anxious. Oh. Well... I'd be, I'd be I'd be here to to pull everything down. <laughs> I'd bring everyone down. Okay, good. good. <laughs> to my level. We've got a lovely we've got a lovely episode of fluff here for you today, folks. It's just gonna be some lighthearted banter. Um but don't let that fool you because uh the world does still need to change and they really do fucking need to arrest those fucking cops that killed Brianna, Brianna Taylor, Taylor in her fucking yeah. bed. It's, and uh, and Elijah, is it McCain or McLean? But uh, oh yeah, I mean, there's God, a lot. That of, was fucking horrible. There's a lot of cops. The fucking, fucking. Did you see the um the 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 violin? Uh, they recital. broke up the violin. I mean, recital. come on, man, Jesus, you guys, can you just not? Yeah, just fucking have a day off. Do you know what I mean? Be like, fucking. Everybody, just take a day off fucking... and just fucking get your head together. Cause uh... This is just pure madness. Pure fucking madness. I tell you what I did recently to escape some of the madness uh, was that, I I took myself down to a little old town called Raccoon City. Uh, except I didn't go to Raccoon City because I didn't play uh, Resident Evil Two. I actually played Resident Evil Seven. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, is, it's taken me a long time to get around to it, but uh, I really liked it. I thought it was fucking great. It was nice. a- absolutely terrifying, though. Jesus Christ. I can't I believe... good things. Oh, some people play it in VR. The whole game is playable in VR, and I don't know how yeah. anyone could do it. I don't, I don't understand horror games in VR. That is... Uh, that's just not something you should do to your brain. No, definitely not. No, completely. Especially... Yeah. Have you played Resident Evil 7? No, no, I haven't. Uh, did you play a demo or anything? Uh, I mean, I saw a couple of clips of it. It's like where you're in that creepy house. Yeah. And it looked it looked very good. It looked very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, psychological, yeah. horror, grotesquery stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It takes a lot of kind of, um, yeah, classic sort of Western haunted house slasher yeah. um, and gore. And kind of blends that with the the Japanese stuff, but um, the opening, I would say, like the opening hour or two of that game, is psychologically damaging <laughs> to anybody that plays it in <laughs> VR. I would say. Um, yeah. I mean, I got, it, I, I was, I took the atmosphere as far as I could take it. You know, I had the lights off. Um, mm-hmm. I was playing alone in my flat, um, and you know, had the volume up. And I got real, real in close to the screen and stuff. So, but like, I, you know, even then I was like, I still need to know that I can just like stand up and turn the light on and be like, you can turn your head and just, yeah. Um, (laughs) Turn your head and not look at it. Oh man. But fucking VR. I can't even imagine. I'll never try that. But it has made me want to play more Resident Evil games. Nice. Yeah. The Resident Evil 2 remake I just bought um, in the sale. So I'm going to play that at some point. Very nice. Oh, it's I, been... uh... oh, sorry. No, carry on. Oh, I was just going to say the last time I played Resident Evil 2, the original one, 
I did like one of those runs where you uh, you try to do like very little saving, no health, uh, like oh, as, right, as few yeah. health power ups as you can use, and yeah. do it in under two hours or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't. I mean, it was it was back before you just looked up everything, so I didn't know that you could save a few times. So I didn't save at all, <laughs> and I died on the very last boss. No, and I was like, well. I'm never playing this again. Holy shit. <laughs> That's fucking amazing, though, that you made it all the way to the end boss without saving once. It was pretty cool. Oof. I thought it was neat. Yeah. I can't I can't allow myself to play under any undue kind of uh, stress or pressure. Yeah. I need to just, like, knock that shit down to easy, <laughs> save every ten <laughs> minutes. You know, like, I just, nice. I can't. I, I, I've never been one to see gaming as, like, this kind of... Either an endurance test or, like, a challenge so uh, steep as to just kind of uh, not be fun anymore. What do you mean? Wait, are you saying that you don't base your self-worth on your ability to perform a series of meaningless tasks? This might shock you, um, but no, I don't. I'm shocked. Yeah, I thought you might be. Absolutely shocked. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of uh, picking things up in sales, you can buy some Devolver games in the Steam sale. The Steam Summer Sale, which is happening right now. God, that is 10 years of marketing experience you on know, display right marketing there. Marketing genius. It's a bit of a while genius. since I've rolled out the marketing genius line, so I'm bringing it back. Yeah. No, and with a vengeance. With sir. a vengeance. With a vengeance. You can also get... I don't really understand what these are for, but you can get some Gris stickers. Animated stickers. Oh, yeah, they got the stickers now. What are they? Do you know what those, where those go? Do you know what they're for? Maybe you stick them on your profile? Yeah, but I've never even looked at my own profile, let alone anyone else's. I got one of the glowy borders around my... I saw that. Is that the portal You saw my glowy portal? Uh, I don't know if it's the portal one. It is orange, but I don't know if it's portal. It's just a glowy border. Uh, I wanted to get the dragon one, but my icon is a little too cute for a dragon border. Uh, Uh, It's incongruent. Okay, well maybe I need to look at your profile figure all this out yeah because i do want to get i do want to have some grist stickers um but yes you can get those if you like playing games on steam yeah uh, you there's can a bunch get of those. little icons and stuff for a bunch of our games actually the grist stickers are like i think the only stickers we've got so far yes yeah um i think that's all my housekeeping for this week great Watched Mortal Kombat this weekend. Ooh. The original 1995 Mortal Kombat. And can I tell you that movie aged excellently? Oh, mate, it is a fucking classic. It's so fucking dumb. It's amazing. It's so good. It is amazing. So, um, this is a good point. Uh, This is a good point to uh, make our little segue into what we've decided to talk about this week so in honor of our of the return of our uh, ongoing devolver digital uni- uh, uh, cinematic universe we're going to talk about some video game movies <laughs> so jam let's start we've with got the- we've oh. got we've got a series based on a video game publisher which has been done to death yeah but Movies based on video games? I know. What? How could how could you possibly conceive of such a thing? They're yeah. two different mediums. I don't understand how they could ever uh, be what? translated into one another. The same thing as how you could never do a movie tie-in video game. What? Who would play that shit? Nobody, that's who. Nope. Anyway, we're here to talk about uh, a handful of uh, these video game movies... 
Mm-hmm. Some of them you can watch, I'm sure, on streaming platforms. Uh, but if not, get on eBay, buy yourself a cheeky little DVD or a VHS if you're that way inclined. And, uh, and, and get some of these watched. But we'll begin with Mortal Kombat. In each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will and his forces of darkness. In an ancient tournament, one more victory. Your soul is mine. And our world is theirs. It has begun. Mortal Kombat's great. Mortal Kombat is so good, man. What's your favorite? Oh, sorry. No, go on, what? I was going to say, what's your favorite bit? But maybe we don't need to jump in with that. This oh, man, bit. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a lot of it is laughably dumb. Uh, you know what is really good, though, is that soundtrack is quite excellent. Mortal Kombat! I love that they use that song about 800 times in that movie. They do. They do. It also has my favorite piece of music that I, that I discovered from Mortal Kombat uh is Halcyon and on and on by Orbital? Oh right, yeah, man, fucking hell, I haven't listened to Orbital for a long time. Yeah, right. Uh yeah, that track is so good. Oh man. And it's got Highlander in it. Yeah, uh old what's his face? Old Lambert Lambert Christopher Lambert McLeod. Yeah. Yeah. And he plays Raiden, which yep. is astonishing. Man, he just acts the shit out of those lines, and oh, he is man. terrible. He's so good. He's so good. What's that thing that he always says? Uh, like, um, isn't there a bit where he's sort of like, he makes lightning kind of like crackle in his eyes or something, and then he says something? He's, I, I, I think it, it, I can't, I think, it, I think that one is an, I don't think so. Yes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Every line is like that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Man, it's a, a handful classic. of people on a leaky boat are going to save the world. Exactly. <laughs> it's so good. Liu Kang's mullet is a thing of beauty as well. Oh my god, it's so funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's there's some dumb. I I have to say there's some dumb like misogyny in there that is of the time that I mm. wish wasn't in there. Like the whole like, uh, what is it? Shang Tsung like. Wanting Sonia and being like, "Oh, Sonia, oh, yeah, being like yeah. a creeper the whole time." It's like that's I don't need that. That's yeah. not necessary. I exert my right to choose my challenger, whatever it is. Oh, man. And then yeah. he takes off that thing, and then he just for no reason just gives her like a blown out fucking eighties hairdo and a, yep. and, a, and a leather dress. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. They also say flawless victory. Yep. When they shouldn't in fights where people got hit. And they're like flawless victory at yeah. the end. It's like no, don't, don't, don't say that. That wasn't a. He says Shang Tsung has them all, doesn't he? He says flawless victory. Oh, yeah. He says your soul is mine. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah, um, that's great. Oh man, the uh, my favorite uh, fight scene. I think my favorite fight scene is uh, Sonya Blade versus Kano. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I love Kano in that movie anyway. Because he's like that, isn't he? He's like a fucking That's cockney. your dad, right? He's a cockney geezer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's an uncle, actually. Um, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, uncle Kano. Good old Uncle Kano. <laughs> Good old Uncle Kano. Yeah. Um, from Muswell Hill. But he... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so he's amazing in that film anyway. Uh, and uh, yeah, the fight with Sonya Blade is so good when she like snaps his neck with her thighs. <laughs> I can't remember what he says. He's like, he's, he's like, oh, son, you give me a break. Oh, that's it. <laughs> she just snaps his neck. <laughs> so Go on, darling, give us a break. <laughs> oh, Man, that's oh. a fucking great movie. Scorpion and Sub-Zero are fucking great in that movie as well. Yeah. When Johnny yeah. Cage is going through the, uh, those like spooky woods and yeah. Scorpion is just like stalking him. 
Scorpion is cool in that movie. And he, but instead of having like, uh, he, instead of throwing like his ninja uh, spear or whatever, he yeah. has like it's like a it's weird like computer a... generated <laughs> thing. Yeah, that it's comes like out a weird reptile thing that flies out of his hand. Yeah, but it's cool yeah. when it like smashes into the trees and stuff, and he's chasing after him. Oh yeah, it's so yeah. Oh, and this, when the scorpion Kang, fight is good. When Liu Kang fights Sub Zero, and uh, he swings the bucket and makes the ice <laughs> fucking javelin. So dumb. Oh man, it's fucking cool though. But what... also, Sub Zero just gets his shit kicked in in that fight. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool fight though, and Sub Zero looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I prefer the scorpion fight, but I also liked Scorpion better in the game. Mm, yeah, I was always a Sub Zero guy. Mm. yeah fire and ice that's that's fire me and you and isn't ice, it baby that's it <laughs> we're always <laughs> running hot and cold with each other oh yeah i also liked reptile in that movie not the cg shit little reptile but when he goes <laughs> into CG that is so it's so good. bad isn't it someone actually watched that before it was in a cinema and went yep fucking signed off Red stamp. They not only signed off, they paid. They must have paid a shitload of money for that CG. That also that horrible so CG reptile. That movie came out in '95. Yep. Which is two years after fucking Jurassic Park came out. <laughs> is it real? Yeah. <laughs> and they went. They fucking went out the door with uh, <laughs> with <laughs> with that CG, which is amazing. But I do like it when. Uh, yeah, reptile gets gets uh, trapped in that um, statue yeah. corpse thing, and then he becomes reptile. And it even goes, he goes reptile <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that, like right when he turns into the ninja. <laughs> <It> does <laughs> it was that movie's so dumb? And so have you good. noticed how every time uh, Princess Katana shows up, you know when she just kind of like, you don't know who she is, apart from when yeah. Kang goes, that's Princess Katana. Um, but every time, it's like this classic trope. I swear it was in like every movie in the eighties where there'd be like some mysterious character in like one of these like fantasy films or a martial arts film would just like turn up maybe like wearing a hooded cloak or something and just kind of mm. look and like get lost in a crowd or something like that. And they'd just be like this little flute going <laughs> like <laughs> and she'd just kinda of, like or like a little um uh, like a harp like let you know that magic is happening. Yeah, and she'd just kinda like disappear behind a thing and then they're like that's Princess Katana. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. And Goro, fuck me. Goro was cool. Goro is extremely cool. Yeah. I love that it's like an actual big prosthetic puppet yeah. man thing. That, that prosthetic's really impressive. It's so good. Uh, really expressive face. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when uh, John, he takes Johnny Cage's glasses off mm-hmm. and crushes them, and he goes... Those are five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole! And then he does the splits and punches him in the balls. <laughs> a classic. But they got all the moves in there. Like all the characters' like silly moves are like in the movie. Like because Johnny Cage does the the split punch to the groin. Yeah, man, it's fucking great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Scorpion does get over here. Scorpion, so in the movie, Scorpion, he says, get over here. Uh, and then at one point, uh, Johnny Cage is on top of a thing and he's like, get down here. And like, <laughs> yeah. I think there's like a get back here. It's like, yeah. you don't have to do that, guys. Just... And like, every time he does it as well, it's like, you can tell it. It's not like they even like try and make it look like he's the one saying oh, it. It's just no, like, yeah. it's like there's an announcer, like an invisible announcer yeah. just calling it out. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Ah, so oh, the pinnacle of video game to movie. I think that is that's definitely the top. That's definitely the top one. What I think follows most appropriately would be Street Fighter the movie from nineteen ninety four. I'm going to kick Bison's ass. I don't think so. You'll have to do better than that. Okay. 
who wants to go home and who wants to go with me? Did you ever watch the Street Fighter movie? I only saw it once and I hated it. Ah, uh, so it's kind of... <laughs> I mean, I don't think you were alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having that exact experience with the Street Fighter movie. But I think I I think I cut it more slack than most. Just because, I, again, I really... I really enjoy the kitsch factor. Like it's, it's not as over the top as Mortal Kombat because it's Mortal Kombat is more of a fantasy movie, obviously, for obvious yeah. reasons. Whereas Street Fighter kind of tries to play it a bit more straight. Like, I think that was a the problem. They tried to make a plot, didn't they? They've got like Jean Claude Van Damme and a plot. Yeah, so they have like the whole Shadow Lou, Shadow Law. You know, Bison is kind of like uh, the fascistic. Um, kind of dictator of a region yeah. and he's trying to expand out so it's almost it's more like a militaristic type thing I suppose isn't it and then yeah. Guile uh, who hilariously is is still the general of the or the colonel of the United States military and is American but is so obviously <laughs> played by the very Belgian Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah any Arthur no business it's fucking amazing though but i think that's why i like it because it's i mean van damme is woefully miscast in the sense Uh that he's he's the one of the furthest possible people you could possibly cast as guile but then at the same time that sort of makes it brilliant does he even have the hair though no doesn't Uh, even have the hair that's like guile's entire personality he has the he does have the uh he has the united states flag tattoo on his bicep that is um, not the hair. He does the he does the flash kick, which he actually does, which is quite. Impressive. Does he do the sonic boom? No, I think why he. Do, I think, I think not, he, why I think, is it even? Why is it even <laughs> Street Fighter? Sonic I boom! He, I, I don't he, give a shit about the flash I think he kick. Does sonic the move. boom! He does the move, but he just kind of like hits him with it. He hits it like with his hands. I don't think he actually does a proper sonic boom, or they or they try and fudge it a little bit. I, they fudge a lot of things in that movie, but I like it. Didn't they do an ant? Didn't somebody try to do another, like a series of uh, uh, a Street Fighter series pretty recently, like a like a indie? Yeah, there's there was I'm one, just remembering it. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix. It was definitely on yeah? YouTube. But yeah, there yeah. were these. It was these two like stunt guys who made a, a Ryu and Ken movie. Yeah, um, I can't remember which other characters were in it. I don't know if. I don't know if any of the other characters were in it, but it was it was about Ryu and Ken. And it was like, yeah, it was like a two-hour movie. They might have released it in parts, maybe. Yeah, nice. Um, but, I mean, come on. It doesn't, have, it doesn't have a patch on the original Street Fighter movie. Raul Julia's last movie. Uh, yeah, which is funny and sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what I love is that he wanted to do it. Well, he, he, like, he, got, it, he got offered the job, and then he didn't know what it was. But his kids were like, oh man, you have to do the Street Fighter movie because they loved Street <laughs> Fighter. So he did yeah. it so that because he had stomach cancer. So he was like, um, you know, he was ill. He was post-op, I think, when he yeah. when he shot the movie. Uh, and he was like, oh, I th- he thought it would be a good movie because then he like he could have his family with him on the set and stuff. So yeah. like, they all got to hang out together um, while Aww. he was shooting the movie. And apparently he was really nice. Everyone really liked him. So that's another reason why I, I really like that movie. Well, interestingly as well I've, i don't i don't know why i know so much about this film <laughs> clearly, i'm shocked clearly I'm genuinely i did not expect this part of the conversation <laughs> to go on this long well uh so van damme uh so he he took the role as as guile but he originally uh was offered the role of johnny cage in mortal kombat and he turned it down huh yeah which is, I yeah, think that... is for the best, to be honest. Yeah, no, the the guy that plays Johnny Cage, I don't know who that guy is, and I don't think I ever saw him in anything else. Maybe, but he was he was a really good Johnny. He Cage. was he awesome. Was yeah, he was a much better Johnny Cage than Guile uh, than than Van Damme's Guile. Yeah, for sure. But... I think I also remember not liking Chun Li in that movie she... because I played as I played as Chun Li when I played the game because I really loved dominating from the air. Like just staying in the air, <laughs> kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but you didn't and like she, her in the movie. 
I can't remember why I didn't. I just remember being like, "That's not Chun Li. Chun Li is way better than that." Yeah, she was like a she was like a, a reporter in the movie, like a news anchor, like a news reporter, and she was in ER. The uh, the actress, the TV series? yeah, the actress that played Chun Li, which I didn't realize until years after the fact. Hmm. But I did love it. I will. I will. I tell you what. I will. Leave, let's end the Street Fighter segment on an M. Bison quote, which is my favourite quote from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Because it was how Raul Julia, and it's so good. So there's a bit where um, uh, the um, the U.S. Army are all uh, when they're storming uh, uh, the Shadow Lou complex and stuff. It's all sh- uh, you know, shit's all kicking off, and. Uh, uh, you know they're fighting the armies and things, and um, and Bison is like uh, he's sort of like uh, ruefully kind of uh, mourning the fact that uh, he he can't he he thought he he didn't get a chance to fight uh, Guile. I mean, obviously they they do end up fighting at the end, but sure. before spoilers. Anyway, yeah, sorry, spoilers. Um, Guile and then Bison fight, but before all that happens, there's this bit where um, yeah they're in they're in the complex and. Uh, and Bison's there with uh, Zangief and <laughs> fucking DJ, which is, like, amazing. The guy who plays DJ with a really bad Jamaican accent. But he goes, um, I was hoping to face Guile personally on the battlefield, one gentleman warrior to another, in respectful combat. Then I would snap his spine. <laughs> I love that. I can imagine Raul Julia crushing that line. Yeah, man, yeah, so good. I was hoping to face Guile personally on the battlefield. One gentleman warrior to another in respectful combat. Then I would snap his spine. Ah! The road not taken. This is a little bit off topic, but... okay. Video games based on movies? Mm Mm-hmm. The... Adam's Family Values video game? Yeah, was that the one that... I can't remember. There were some good Adam's Family games based we... on the movies. I remember there was one on the uh, Amiga, I think, and the Commodore 64. Amiga, definitely. But it was... And it was sort of similar... I feel like it was similar to, like, the DuckTales game. There was Fester's Quest on the NES... I didn't play that one. I think that was NES. Yeah, I didn't yeah. play that one. Was that similar to DuckTales as well? Uh, it was a platformer. I don't know. I don't. I mean, when I think of DuckTales, I only think of the the um, kind of the the pogo stick mechanic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it wouldn't have had so, anything like that, would it? No. But, no. Uh. Yeah, I remember one Adams Family game on on Amiga that was, and you and you were in the Adams Family house, but it was massive, and you had to like yeah. go to different rooms and do different things yeah. and solve puzzles and stuff. But you had to keep going back and forth, as I remember it. Yeah, I don't even really remember those games. I was just thinking about Raúl Julia as, as Gomez, his oeuvre. He was so good. Oh man, he was the best. Too soon. We lost him too soon. Yeah. Have you heard of a film called Super Mario Brothers? I have. You like it, don't you? (laughs) I don't know what to say to you, Jay. Is there a diagnosis for what you have, Robbie? Do they have a medical term for whatever this is that you have? It's called good taste. They're brothers. They're plumbers. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. That gives anyone who possesses it the power to rule the universe. Get me the rock! must rescue the princess. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you alright? Before time runs out. Send him! 
This ain't no game. No. Uh, no. I, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is not good. Let's not beat around okay. the bush here. That is not All a good right, movie. Thank you. You've seen it. Of course, yeah. I mean, of course I've seen it. Of course I've seen it. So I remember when I was a kid. So this this movie came out in like 92 or 93, I think. So I was maybe like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of perfect age. And uh, I remember being on holiday um, with my family somewhere in the UK and uh, getting one of those uh, mo- like movie souvenir magazines that they used to do that would be you know they would have like character profiles and pull out posters and stuff like this oh yeah and i got one for super mario brothers and man like i was so excited for that movie the the magazine just i don't even know why but the for some reason i just i loved that magazine i had the posters on my wall i went to the cinema to watch it when it came out uh and i loved it and i i can't for the life of me, think. Well, I can't. I don't know what was going through my head as a child to, to make me so susceptible. I, I think to I it. liked it as a kid too, because yeah. we're the same age. And I think, like as a kid, I just rolled with it. Yeah, I think. Like Maybe, I can kind of, I don't know. in a way, I can kind of, uh, I could kind of admire the producer's approach in a weird way because there's it's a like, special. I think it's on Netflix about how they made that film. Is there really the making of that movie? Yeah. There's some, there's some documentary about the making of that movie out right now. And there's, there was no method to making that movie. It was a a total trash fire. I know that everyone who was involved, like all the actors and stuff were just like, it was an absolute fucking nightmare from start to finish. Yeah. He like, he broke his hand. He broke his hand or his finger. He like nearly drowned. I think he got burned <laughs> at one point. It, like, yeah. he, he nearly fucking died so many times while shooting that movie. Yeah, they make a terrible movie. The fucking funniest thing about that as well, my, the fucking most incredible, incredible thing about that movie is how in the movie, uh, Bob Hoskins' Mario uh, yeah. is afraid to jump. Like, the whole character's, like, the whole existence of the Mario fucking character. Like, the one thing. He has, Mario has one job besides being a plumber. He jumps. And he fucking jumps. And in the movie, like, he's, he's like, oh, no, I can't jump. I can't jump over this. And, like, and and Luigi has to get, John Leguizamo, God bless him. John Leguizamo, I mean, and they're good. I mean, they're good, the cast. You know what Uh, they are. What is Dennis Hopper as, like, King Koopa? Yeah, who's based on Donald Trump. Which is I was going to say, he, he's freakishly mind. accurate. Donald yeah, Trump yeah, yeah. Movie. Which is fucking uh, crazy. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, John Leguizamo is great. Luigi, yeah. Mario, Mario, and Luigi Mario. Luigi Mario. <laughs> yeah, they're darling. Yeah, they're amazing. And then, oh yeah, there's a there's a they have a they have a, a a van that they're driving around, and somebody almost like I think that's when that's when they broke Bob Hoskins' hand. Yeah. As in the van. Yeah, yeah, it was it was John Leguizamo that did it. Apparently, like I think, in like yeah, it was it, on accidentally, accident, yeah, yeah um, broke his hand. But yeah, apparently they all fucking hated shooting it. But I sort of liked all of the weird things that they did with it. Like I liked that uh, Cooper was like so kind of uh, inspired by g- going through the portal and seeing New York City. And this is, I suppose, it's the Trump analogy right that like he sees new york city and then he tries to create his own version of it and then that's how he makes uh dino tropolis or whatever the fuck it's called yeah no it's shit robbie it's just shit that's <laughs> stupid that's fucking stupid that's yeah, not king fun. koopa that's just yeah, i'm well, sorry I, know, I, I just know. like i'm trying to i'm trying to be like yeah i just can't no <laughs> and then they have spike they have got spike and iggy here in it as well aren't they the scapelli brothers yeah yeah <laughs> and they're Good, charming actors, yeah. I guess, playing bumbling sidekicks, but it's just bad. It's oh, just so yeah. fucking. It is bad. Stupid. And when Daisy is like, "Oh, this is my dad," <laughs> and it's like the fungus, f- fungus. <laughs> yeah, the and then the fungus Who turns into is fucking it Eric Idle. It's Lance Hen- Lance Hendrickson. That's Lance Hendrickson. That's <laughs> He's the fungus dad. And then he comes to life again. Yeah. The and then he like coughs that's up the right. fungus. Yeah, because she's right. And they, but they make it all fungus because it's like obviously you know instead of having the mushroom kingdom, 
They just make fungus because it's everywhere. like what is it? And then yeah. it's like everyone is dinosaurs because it's like de evolution. Well, he has a de-evolution thing because there's like the f- people that evolved from fungus and I guess there's the people that evolved from dinosaurs and Koopa has a de-evolution gun and he used it on the king to turn him into fungus. That's the king's fungus <laughs> spread throughout the kingdom anyway and helps out Mario and Luigi from time to time. And and the, de- like, and the, fucking, and the de-evolution gun is a Nintendo Super Scope. Yeah, I mean, that's neat. <laughs> there's a Scooper Scope in it. I like the attention I remember to my detail. Super scope. I like the that attention thing to detail. did not work well, <laughs> but it was cool. I was like, fucking bazooka. <laughs> Apparently Miyamoto liked it. The movie? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Cancelled. Miyamoto's cancelled. No, Move on. I mean, I mean, you know. He's no, I think he, I think he loved it in his kind of Miyamoto, very diplomatic, like, oh, I think they, I think they tried really hard, um, uh, you know. And they, yeah. But he, like he said that, I, like I think he, his his argument was that like he wished that they'd made it less like the games. <laughs> and I was like, uh, "Are you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I could almost see see that. Like, oh, could you make it less like the game and change the title to something else? <laughs> yeah. Deary me, Super Mario Brothers, legendary. Oh my god! There'll be some people so who weird. are into video games these days that probably don't even know that film exists. Uh, probably not, huh? It's actually, quite seen. a few of these, actually, because I suppose because they were all like early nineties, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, there when are we people were like old enough to vote today that weren't alive then. Yeah. Time is weird. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, but uh, there were more recent examples of uh, movies that were based on video games. And I think this one, I think this next one is personally, I I mean, I guess that doesn't mean very much considering (laughs) I like all the films that we've talked about (laughs) so far. But uh, uh, I think this movie is really good. And I think across the board, most people seem to have a fairly high opinion of it, I would say, in terms of video game movies. And that's Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. Honey, sometimes when you go to sleep, you go on a little walk. And sometimes you talk about a place. I don't remember. That's why we're going to go there. So you can remember. Silent Hill too. Uh, I, yeah, I really like that movie. Me too. I think yeah. it's great. Uh, I I really like the. Um, so for anybody that may not have seen it or has not played the games before, but the games uh, center around you play the guy. What's his name? Uh, Harry Mason. Harry Mason. Yeah. Yeah. In the first one, it's Harry Mason. In the first one. And you're looking for his daughter and you end up in Silent Hill and the shit hits the fan. And in yeah. the movie, it's like uh, they've gender swapped all the roles. So, or, I mean, just or the main across, character. Across the... Because it's uh, like they put Sean Bean in the movie, but he was like a late addition as the husband, right? Yeah, because they were testing it and someone was offended that there weren't men in the movie at all. Yeah, so they, this is like... It's so still a great movie, this... but... Yeah, and was... I mean, I don't mind like the, the other element of it because i think that does add something to it yeah yeah, there were yeah there was no dad it was just the mom looking for her daughter and and the whole cast was in originally the whole cast was female which i think would have been really really cool i mean it is yeah it's largely female anyway i I mean all the all the important roles are are yeah yeah sean bean's the only major character that's male yeah there's there's an asshole cop too yeah but he kind of falls by the wayside a little bit doesn't he yeah yeah once they get to the town um uh, but yeah, like I just think that's a that's a, a fucking great film. I think they uh, really captured uh, all the things that made the games really special in terms of uh, 
actually the story and the setting mm-hmm. and the tone and stuff without yeah. just relying on horror. Because yep. I, I feel like it's much more of a fantasy film than a horror film. Um, mm, and I think it's all the better for it. Because while when you're playing a video game, uh, the horror is kind of an integral part of you know your interaction with it you're yeah. you know you're interacting with the world and it's very scary um and it affects how you play whereas in the movie i think it would have been it would have been difficult to articulate that same degree of horror yeah you're making me think uh the way the movie is set up because you say it's not like a horror movie generally and i i think you're right because i think what what's what i like about it is that the like it's it's scary like there's it's like fucking spooky shit but it's not it's not trying to scare you the audience it's scary for the character yes and so that's what it is in the game but in the game you are connected to the character so that's what scares you is because you're associated with this figure on screen and you're like no yeah. and you're trying to like but in the movie they don't try to like focus a lot of the scares at the audience like it's it's very much about right i mean they do but it's more about like that it's terrifying and awful to be this woman in this situation. Yeah, yeah, characters. definitely. And and again, I think the movie's all the better for it for making yeah. that decision because it, it's just it means you can just watch the story and and you know uh and connect with the characters and connect with the story and stuff yeah. and you're not just constantly waiting for the next scare or wondering you know when the ne- you know what the next scary thing is going to be or you yeah. know the, you, and and the 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 movie isn't paced in a way that only serves to you know build up to scary moments it's yeah it's just uh it it, it flows better as a result i think is just like a naturally kind of like odd uh film fantasy film set in a weird universe it's it got like i think it it it's got more in common with like like a guillermo del toro film than yeah uh than like a toby hooper film or something um yeah they pulled the soundtrack from the games which i love yeah yeah it's like the whole soundtrack from the games yeah the whole soundtrack of the movie is pulled from the silent hill games i think it's mostly one and two yeah uh i don't know if they pulled any from three but uh, yeah, the track "I'll Kill You" from Silent Hill One. Yeah, when, yeah. Uh, they're all running to the church. It's is... so what, and the and the just the theme as well. Like, oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. so good. Yeah, the the piano themes. The yeah, ah, so good. There's, yeah. I have one complaint about it. Oh yeah, What's that, that like fucking kills me. Uh, there's a scene where she gets to find out what's happening and like what happened in silent hill she gets to the source of it or whatever and there's this big flashback of the history of silent hill and the little girl like does the voiceover and kind of narrates and explains it oh right i hate that i hate hate her voice over it yeah like and she's fine i mean she's she's a kid like i don't know don't give a kid yeah a five minute expository (laughs) when you yeah when you entrust (laughs) when you entrust a yeah a novice young actor preteen she's good yeah uh, i mean she's she's good she's fine but it's also like i think it did like if anyone were doing it i think it would detract Mm. from i mean i guess if someone really good were doing it but i think it detracts like like they felt that just showing it i mean i'm sure they felt that just showing it wouldn't have been explanatory enough and people wouldn't get it and then they'd leave the movie going wait i still don't get it yeah but first of all i think a lot of people probably still left that way and second of all that's fucking silent hill yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you, i agree you, you go what <laughs> what the fuck the dog ending um <laughs> the dog ending sure <laughs> but i mean even like the normal endings it's like wait i'm sorry my daughter is your attempt to summon your god into this world, but it failed the first time. And so, wait, what? She was adopted? What? What? <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it doesn't make any sense. No. And it's great. Well, speaking of fucked endings that don't make any sense, it's the Devolver Direct on the 11th of July. <laughs> 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 and we're also nearing the end of this podcast. So, oh, nice! Yeah, you see. Wait, is this the last Devolver Direct? Is there an ending? 
Or do you just mean the ending of our Devolver Directs don't make any fucking sense? Yeah, I think I think I just mean all of it. You're just trying to get out of the podcast. <laughs> Because then when we sign an exclusivity deal with Epic Games for a game, uh, it was I think it was Observation. Boy, <laughs> running the Discord after that was fun. Oh, boy. Um, a whole bunch of people being like, I'm sorry, Devolver. I thought you were against this sort of thing. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, Devolver. Didn't you make fun of these sorts of practices? Aren't you anti-capitalist? It's like, no, you fucking shitheel. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We like, we like, it's like, it, it talks about how loot boxes are a predatory fucking thing and like you shouldn't fucking like keep buying loot boxes but that has nothing to do with like getting developers paid and like signing x like what nobody said like exclusive like what the fuck off like what oh yeah man aren't you against those no like if you have you watched those things it makes fun of the industry and it makes fun of the consumer yeah man like just i ain't again just making money i can tell you that oh power and uh yeah and we uh spend it um in the unwisest of ways by creating uh extended marketing commercials with uh tenuously uh consistent storyline I know. I think we have a pretty consistent storyline going. It's got a pretty consistent storyline. Nigel and Don are doing a great job with that. I think it's. I think it's delight. I think it's great. I think it's really smart and fun, and it's a great commercial, and it's a lot of fun, and it's funny, and they're they're having a wonderful time doing it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. There's going to be lots of surprises in store as well. So we've and a lot of things you expect. Yeah, we've got uh, one more podcast before the big show. Um, so I think we, we're going to have Kurt on, huh? We, we're going to have gonna Kurt have on, yeah. Kurt uh, on for that, and we should also have some new and exciting things to talk about on the podcast next week as well in the uh, housekeeping. So look forward to that. Keep an eye on uh, the Discord that we mentioned at the top of the show. Keep an yeah. eye on uh, Devolve, at Devolver Digital on Twitter and Instagram because there's going to be a lot of exciting activity happening over the next couple of weeks. Um, needless to say, you'll want to be watching Twitch on July 11th at midday Pacific time to uh, watch our Devolver Direct. To consume our commercial consume advertising. Consume our commercial advertising. Consume it! Yum, marketing. And what else? Anything else? Send us some more hashtag forecasts on Twitter. Thanks Ooh, again yes, please uh, do. for that question today. That's really nice, and uh, we do appreciate that. Yeah, so it's thanks awesome. for that. We uh, definitely want to keep growing our loving community, uh, despite that sounding completely insincere when I just said it just now. It does sound insincere. <laughs> uh, let me try. We'd like to continue to grow our listening community. Yes, please. I don't pretend to love you, people. I don't know you, and you don't know me. We love you deeply. (laughs) In a corporate kind of way. Yes. (laughs) Please continue to interact with our products. We're so lonely. We love you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Wow.